He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Hallelujah. The Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Hallelujah. Together, Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 132 is on page 508. Lord, remember David and all his trouble. How he sware unto the Lord, and vowed a vow unto the Almighty God of Jacob. I will not come within the tabernacle of mine house, and climb up into my bed. I will not suffer mine eyes to sleep, nor mine eyelids to slumber, neither the temples of my head to take any rest. Till I find out a place for the temple of the Lord, and habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard of the same at Ephratah, and found it in the wood. We will go into his tabernacle, and fall low on our knees before his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into thy resting place, thou and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints sing with joyfulness. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord hath made a faithful oath unto David, and he shall not shrink from it. Of the fruit of thy body shall I set upon thy throne. If thy children will keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their children also shall sit upon thy throne forevermore. For the Lord hath chosen Zion to be an habitation for himself. He hath longed for her. This shall be my rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have a delight therein. I will bless her victuals with increase, and will satisfy her poor with bread. I will deck her priest with health, and her saints shall rejoice and sing. There shall I make the horn of David to flourish. I have ordained a lantern for mine anointed. 
As for his enemies, I shall clothe them with shame, but upon himself shall his crown flourish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth chapter of the book of Numbers. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men out to spy in the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a leader among them. Then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, and said to them, Go up this way into the south, and go up to, to the mountains, and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are forests there or not. Be of good courage, and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. So they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as Rehob, near the entrance of Hamath. And they went up through the south and came to Hebron, Ahimon, Sheshai, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak were there. Now Hebron was built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. Then they came to the valley of Eshkel, and there cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the valley of Eshkel because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after forty days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. <clears throat> and they brought back word to them and all to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told them and said, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well, over, we are well able to overcome it. The man who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people we saw in it are men of great stature. Then we saw the giants. The descendants of Anak came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, KDM Ladanus. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. 
the noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the thirteenth chapter of Hebrews. Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers, for by so doing some have unwittingly entertained angels. Remember the prisoners, as if chained with them, those who are mistreated, since you yourselves are in the body also. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear, what can man do to me? Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Dignices. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Our passage from Numbers, kind of a, the classic passage, is sending the spies to, to, to search out the land. It's interesting that God tells them to do this, which means that God knows that they'll find both a very bountiful land and also some significant obstacles to the conquest. And so amongst uh, the spies, uh, most of them become fearful of the prospect of trying to conquer a land with fortified cities and talked about giants, the descendants of Anak, who apparently was uh, uh, a man of legendary stature who had descendants there. Um, although two of the spies are faithful, uh, Joshua and Caleb, and we'll note as we go on our narrative that they are the only two of all these people who get to go actually into the promised land 40 years later because of their faithfulness. That's the promise that they receive. And, and, and that the irony will be that um, uh, because um, they're afraid for their children, you know, the, what will happen to us that God will, the sentence will be that, that they won't go in, but they're actually, their children will go in who they were afraid might, might get hurt. But we see this as a, as a, as a also as a, um, as part of the typology of the spiritual life here. And if we follow it from the Exodus from Egypt through the Red Sea waters is that type of baptism, freedom from um, captivity to to the forces of evil. Uh, for us, it would be the world, the flesh, the devil. We're free, and yet um, Israel's led into wilderness where there's a battle still still ahead, a battle still to fight. And this kind of reminds us of the spiritual battle that we're free in Christ. We we're, our sins are forgiven. Um, we're we live in union with God, and yet in our lives there are still enemies. Uh, in baptism, we renounce the world, the flesh, and the devil. And 
for us to conquer uh, in Christ, to take full possession of our inheritance, it requires a faithfulness against these enemies, which sometimes look large and threatening. And sometimes we shrink back from the spiritual battle. We think we can't do this. And then we make compromises. This is true of the spies. It will be true later when Israel, when they go into the land, even then they decide not to drive out something, but just to make a kind of alliance with them. And this is a, a type of how we do this in our in our own lives, spiritual lives, that we make little compromises where I just couldn't do that. So I just kind of, this would be a side deal I have with the world, the flesh, or the devil. And, and as a result, we remain kind of captive. We don't fully get um uh it, it, you know receive all that god has promised us and so it's it's a reminder us uh, uh, for us in the spiritual life to be courageous and 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 to to not be afraid to take on the things that opposes the world the flesh and the devil the way those those temptations manifest themselves in our lives and to practice this is the the course the point of spiritual disciplines more fighting enemies this is the the the, the um primary spiritual disciplines, prayer, fasting, almsgiving and generosity, tithing and generosity by which we, and the derivations of that by which we do battle against the forces, the temptation, and we live in Christ. And we look, go to our Hebrews lessons, we see that, that um, the Hebrews lesson actually gives us some of the contours of the battle, that how do we remain in the midst of these things that pull us away from Christ, how do we stay faithful in Christ? He talks about practicing hospitality to strangers, remember those in prison, always being mindful of those in need and not getting caught up in 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 merely the pursuit of getting things in the world, but, be, but being aware of, of those around us and in touch with the needs in the same way that Christ has come to us in our need. Um, he talks about uh, uh, sexual purity. This, perhaps that one verse in Hebrews is the clearest statement of New Testament morality. No matter how many um, committee reports you, a church can do on this, uh, for, you know, marriage is honorable, the bed undefiled, fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. The New Testament only knows faithfulness within marriage and absence outside of it, no matter how, how fancy we get in our, but that, that, um, that's the governing of desire towards its proper end, which means we have to say no to certain things. We have to, and that's for our good. And so part of our battle is not to get caught up, especially in our world where there's so many ways online, pornography, visions all over the place to draw us away, to, to learn to discipline the no, to, to, to fight the battle and not be overcome by those things, uh, and uh, avoid covetousness. Uh, it's interesting, you sort of, the sexual thing kind of deals in level of the flesh. Covetousness is sort of the world where we're drawn into, I want this, I want that. And we get caught up in thinking, if I don't have that, I won't be happy. And so the real battle is to remain contented. And um, that's related to um, to being generous is, is rather than thinking about just getting, thinking about how, with what God has given us, we can be generous, it can be monetary, it can be time, all the things that God has given us. You know, and then, and then it says, you know, those who rule over you following, you know, being willing to be under authority and seeing the good examples in life of Christians who do it, who, who, who are faithful to God and seeing how the blessing of God kind of 
follows them in life and then following those examples. And that's sort of how we in the in sort of the metaphor of Israel, you know, the spies looking at the, the overwhelming enemies in the promised land, how we, you know, begin to 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 conquer the spiritual land, which is really an interior battle, and 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 grow more into Christ and the fullness of life in Him, which is really uh, our the, the the source of our joy and peace and 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 what makes life you know full and 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 um, it's the sort of the telos of our being ultimately in the resurrection. A few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the form of intercession. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate, especially those whom we pray for at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. Bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. It's good to be with you this morning. We'll look forward to seeing you back this evening, and have a great day. Thank you, Deacon. Bob, thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day.
Bye, Bishop. Everyone, bye-bye. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Have a good day. Bye, Luki. Bye, Mama. Bye, Luki. <laughs> Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Deacon Bob.